Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm Vinny, and on this episode, Melissa and I are joined by Maria Klieger, ASI Customer Support Team Lead by Day, Rabid Pinterest User by Night. Maria, who has been on Pinterest for over a decade, knows the ins and outs of the platform and shares with us insights on how to use it effectively for business. What makes Pinterest an optimal network for our industry, and should you be on it? It's all coming up right now. Maria, welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm glad you're here. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So tell us, what is it like to do customer service remotely? It's awesome. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. No, seriously, it's good. I I felt like I have not missed a beat uh, in anything that I was doing at the office any differently. Uh, I think a lot of customers, they, they always ask, are you at home? You know, <laughs> what's going on? I can, you know, they'll ask a bunch of questions. So it's a little bit kind of like we're all in this together with right, our members, right. which is pretty cool. Well, that's great. So we have a great topic today. We're going to talk about Pinterest. This is a topic that, you know, for our Social Angle podcast, we've never broached. We've never talked mm-hmm. about Pinterest. I know you are a big Pinterest user. So, so. <laughs> Before we get into this, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then also tell us about your use of Pinterest. Okay. So just to give you a little bit about my background, uh, I've been with ASI since the evolution of our member support team in 2003. So I'm one of the original members. I am the team lead of our member support team. Uh, We have an awesome team. Uh, We are still all working at home, uh, but we haven't missed a beat which is really great. And we handle calls, emails, and chats from members and prospects on a daily basis, which is awesome. Um, So to tell you a little bit about my Pinterest story. So I actually started using Pinterest back in 2010. And it was actually not long after Pinterest was founded. I was kind of new right into the program and it was at a coworker's suggestion for me to use Pinterest because I have a ton of hobbies. I love to cook and garden. I do genealogy. I like to decorate my house for every holiday. You don't see it yet, but I have pumpkins ready to go up uh, (laughs) for my home office and leaves and all that fun stuff. So uh, I actually began using it back then. And to get an account from Pinterest back at that time, this is only 10 years ago, you had to request an account and a login from the actual founders of Pinterest and they would email you to get set up. They didn't even have an app yet, Hmm. which blows your mind. This was only 10 years ago. Wow. Um, Now, as of today, I'm on Pinterest every day. Um, (laughs) I have a ton, as I said, I have a ton of hobbies and interests. So I search for ideas. I like to share ideas. And anytime that I'm also planning to purchase something, I like to use Pinterest to research the product itself, uh, to see what others are saying about the item. And depending on what I'm working on, I could be in Pinterest two or three times a a day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been with ASI for 17 years. You obviously know the industry. You use social media. You use use Pinterest, obviously. So tell us what makes Pinterest an optimal network for distributors and suppliers? So right now, Pinterest, it's a platform that distributors and suppliers rarely use. So there's a lot of ground that a company can do in Pinterest to kind of set themselves from the path. 
and it's a shame because a lot of promotional product professionals they're not using the program and there's so much creativity that they can do on Pinterest because everything's graphic driven on Pinterest. You put pictures, you put videos, and it, it's a great way for distributors and suppliers to showcase their products. And they can even showcase the type of decoration they're putting on their products as well. Um, even for suppliers, it's a great avenue to post your product videos. Uh, to get engagement with clients and prospects. So there's definitely a lot of room on Pinterest to do that. Yeah, you know, it's funny because um, even though we don't talk about Pinterest much on the show, and this is our first one about Pinterest, I've always thought in my mind that this would be the perfect social network for, I mean, all the social networks are pushing video, right? Mm -hmm. Pinterest has video, um, Instagram, Facebook, but our industry's lifeblood is promotional products. Mm -hmm. And any type of video... Uh, based platform you should be using to promote your products and I think Pinterest there's there's huge opportunity there mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely totally so I think what would be really helpful is to hear kind of maybe some of the tools or software that you use to manage your Pinterest presence or even if maybe you manage that natively through your phone or desktop okay so um, just because of using Pinterest and learning what it's about, um, I, there are management tools out there that can help you schedule pins, uh, which is a great time saver. Also, there's platforms, um, Canva, that's a big one I use, and that has free tools on there. If you needed to create infographs or if you wanted to add some flourishes or fancy text or things to your pins or anything that you wanted to do on Pinterest, but overall, Pinterest makes it so easy for you to add and manage a business account. And they do a really good job on their functionality. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, creating a business account on Pinterest, it's very easy to do. Um, it only takes you a couple minutes and you're ready to market immediately with pins. You can link your website, your other social media pages, Plus, with the Pinterest business account, they actually will generate emails to you uh, on how to engage your audience, and they provide kind of their own market research, kind of what we do at ASI. Um, and I think about the impression study. We just had our 2020 impression study released last week. They do similar things on Pinterest business, which is absolutely phenomenal. And again, this is all free uh, with the Pinterest app. There's also a couple other free tools. Um, the one I really like is called Rich Pins. And Ooh, what you okay. can do with, yeah, I know, fancy stuff. Uh, but what you can do with Rich Pins is you can actually not only post a product, but you can also put a price in real time, Ooh, which okay. is a big thing. Um, and you see that a lot with a lot of pins that come up in your for today or anything that you're looking for. Plus with Rich Pins too, you can actually click through the pinner's description and other products that they have available on Pinterest. So you can see what else is available if you're looking maybe at a smaller store or maybe it's an Esky shop where they're creating um, a custom product or things of that nature. And they give you free education tutorials on how to do this nice. on the Pinterest uh, development page as well. 
That's good to know. I did not actually know that about Rich Pin, so I'm really excited to drop that link in the write-up for this episode so our audience can check it out. So when I was doing research for some of the questions that I wanted to ask you that I thought would be most relevant to our audience, I came across this awesome stat from Sprout Social. Mm-hmm. And according to them, 83% of weekly pinners, so that's people who use Pinterest weekly, have made a purchase based on a content that they saw from a brand on Pinterest. So there's amazing power with uh, Pinterest for the promo professional. So what are some board ideas for suppliers or distributors that maybe they could come up with to create content? So my my biggest advice I could give uh, is follow industry trends and markets. So right now, everything is PPE, but you think of using Pinterest as a way to explain PPPs PPEs creatively. Um, Suppliers, again, they can demonstrate through a video or even a tutorial of how to use a PPE that links back to their website. A lot of distributors that I've been speaking with recently, they're actually doing multiple PPEs for one client. So why not showcase it like you would if you had an event? Go make a board, um, say this is, you know, PPEs for, you know, Franklin General Hospital, showcase the type of products they're using, maybe even get your clients and you can add them as what's called a collaborator on the board. And you can tag your clients in those pins and boards as well. Um, You can put product video, you can kind of make it fun. Um, And it's a great reference point to prospects because if they see you did all these awesome products for this one client, they're like, wow, I want you to do the same thing for me. And there's, you know, sale and lead generation for you. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's like some awesome ideas. That's definitely a going for the case studies. It's seeing how you would present to a client and getting Mm -hmm. some ideas yourself. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And also too, there's a, there's another thing that you can do on Pinterest if if you kind of want to think out of the box. There's something on the app at the top poll today. Mm-hmm. And if you click on today, that's going to bring up daily inspiration boards. So you can immediately engage in content. So today, one of the inspiration boards was called Keep It Spicy. And they were showcasing hot sauces. And I'm like, wow, you know, this is awesome. I'm going to bring this up in the podcast today. So easily uh, a distributor or supplier can add a pin with their a picture of their local hot sauce or maybe a spice mix or even barbecue tools, put it on Pinterest and then put a hashtag, keep it spicy. Ooh. And then that will come up on their daily inspiration. Look at that. You're dropping amazing information <laughs> here. I love gems. this. I love this. So following up on Melissa's question, she talked Mm -hmm. about, you know, uh, purchasing off the network. How Mm -hmm. about you personally? Have you ever been on Pinterest and bought something? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I have. Yes. Um, I actually purchased um, a lot of things in my house from Pinterest. I'm drawn on Pinterest to product videos. I love when there's a a video of how the products made that is therapeutic to watch to me mm-hmm. on how products made um and i also like products that show there's a hack to it okay so that get i mean i love that stuff on pinterest it, it grabs my attention every time 
Um, but when I go on Pinterest, um, I do research on the product and I like to look in the comments on each of the pins because in the comments area, not only you can type in your feedback, but you can upload vid um, photos and videos. Uh, okay, cool. good to know. Yeah, so um, you can really get a lot of feedback above and beyond any ratings that might be on a retail site or even in Google reviews. So I kind of like to use Pinterest before I make an investment in a product. Ah, so you're like actually, you know, sourcing some feedback. I mean, exactly. I do that through other channels. I do it through Facebook. Um, but yeah, it's good to know. So how, how were you able to do that again? So if you could just go into your Pinterest app and let's say right now I'm in the market for a coffee maker because mine is about to die. So I want to get a coffee maker that can do like a full pot and K-cups. So I put in dual coffee maker or full pot K-cup coffee maker just to see what comes up on Pinterest. And if there's one I like, I click on the pin. It'll bring up the full pin description and then down below are the comments. Oh, okay. And then you can review the comments to see what people liked and what they didn't like about, you know, the coffee maker. Thank right. So it's right that. underneath the pin. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. That's really cool. So I think one of the things that kind of intimidates people about Pinterest, it's, you know, a very heavily visual platform. So maybe if you're somebody who struggles, str excuse me, struggles, like I am right now with speaking, but with creating <laughs> graphics. You got this. You got it. <laughs> you might be like, oh, no, you know, like it's too intimidating of a platform to use. So for you, maybe um, as somebody who is such a heavy user, what are some things that people can avoid aesthetically um, that are kind of turnoffs for you as a user when they're creating their content for Pinterest? So I think that having too much text on a pin is a killer for me. I like the visual stuff. Um, <laughs> especially if the text is covering the product mm. believe it or not i've seen that and i'm like no and i just kind of scroll right by it right um also i don't like boards that kind of use the same image over and over again it's too cookie cutter it's too boring so i i like colorful i like diverse i i'm a visual kind of person i like to see it and then kind of be like oh what's this about and then click on the pin and read a little bit more so you're and drawn in by the by the creative exactly yes okay. absolutely mm -hmm. um so i have a question about demographics for you mm -hmm. so i mean from the beginning of time i've read that uh pinterest is heavily uh you know a female platform but i read a stat that it's 70 percent women mm -hmm. the, how do you feel about that you know relative to our industry do you think that's an advantage disadvantage or it doesn't matter i think it's a big advantage because more and more women are becoming executives they're owners of major firms mm -hmm. especially in the united states and Women are going to use Pinterest in the business world to see how they can market their brand and what other people are doing and kind of think out of the box to kind of one up their competitor a little bit. Uh, and I think now too, with COVID going on, women, we are intuitively problem solvers. So we're going to use Pinterest to figure out, well, how can I solve this to maybe facilitate a restaurant to keep open with using 
promo product or you know virtual schools and things like that so they're going to go to pinterest to kind of use it as an idea generator to call, solve some of the world's problems right now right. <laughs> now i'm not going to disagree with you on that i'm the problem creator and my wife is the problem solver so, so write down that alley so um so that's a great, I love that answer, Maria, um, because I've often thought about, you know, the demographics on that, on that mm -hmm. network. And that, I, I love that answer. Thank mm -hmm. you for that. Great. Thank you. So Maria, what do you think are some of the barriers promo professionals face adapting Pinterest in their marketing mix? So I think people view Pinterest as more as a hobby platform rather than a lead or sales generating site. And I think some promo professionals would rather use their time and resources to invest elsewhere. Um, I don't believe that's necessarily the case. Um, as I mentioned before, promo products, it's a pretty untapped area in Pinterest. Uh, and I think if the distributor or supplier just dedicates one pin a day, just do something creative. Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of use like those little tips, see what's trending on there, um, do hot sauce today, and maybe tomorrow might be concert t-shirts or what have you. Um, I think they would be surprised at the results that they get. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you on that, Maria, and mm -hmm. this is why. I think that networks like Facebook are super saturated. Mm -hmm. People, mm -hmm. everybody is there, right? Even right. if you think that, you know, maybe your, your um, audience isn't on Pinterest, mm -hmm. why not give it a shot? I, if if there are a handful of people out there that could potentially buy your products, mm -hmm. they're not being inundated with your competitors because your competitors are on there. So I think that's, mm -hmm. I think it's worth certainly at this point in time worth investing. Right. I mean, it's free too. What do you have mm -hmm. to lose? Uh, it's free. Just spend a little bit of time and just see what happens. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Diversify. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good tip. And also too, I feel like, you know, being able to repurpose your content across social networks. If you have a really good graphic or a video, and if you want to save time, you want to maybe share it on another and maybe just switch up some of the caption or copy. So do you think Pinterest makes it easier to share boards and content out on other social networks? Oh, it's super easy to do. Um, you can add, it's two clicks to share anything on Pinterest to either Facebook or Twitter. Uh, it's very easy to do. Plus two, as I mentioned, you can link websites uh, to pins as well. So, uh, and it's only one or two clicks right off the Pinterest app. So nice. their functionality is awesome uh, to do that social media sharing. Yeah, I think that's a difference maker. I, I like, you know, to, to me, to be able to share from Pinterest to other networks um, is huge because if somebody, you know, has a big Facebook presence or a big Twitter presence and they're, they're unsure of Pinterest and Pinterest didn't allow them to share off of that, mm -hmm. then that would probably be a deal breaker. Exactly. Right. And if you're doing like your social strategy, you don't want to adapt a network that's going to be more time consuming. Cause I think that, you know, often time and being able to manage your present consistently is, you know, sometimes a barrier for people keeping up with social media. Mm -hmm. So firstly, thank you so much for your time, but you know, we got to end on a fun question. <laughs> sure. So let's end it on what do you prefer working at home or do you miss working at the office? Cause we've been working from home for quite mm -hmm. some time now, Maria. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny because 
before I loved going into the office. I'm, I'm a social butterfly. I also do onboard training here at ASI for our new employees. So I'm constantly talking to people and running around the office, doing all kinds of stuff and being on the phone, but it's actually been nicer working from home. Um, I just feel that I'm getting time back with my family, which is great. Um, I feel more productive in a way, which I, I'm not sure how that is because I was always productive in the office. I never missed a beat or anything, but it, it is nice just having that time back with family and just reconnecting and, and doing creative things from Pinterest, you know, and I've been doing a lot of that too. So it's been, it's been a great experience working from home. That makes me happy that it's been such a smooth adjustment for you. And also too, I feel like I can totally relate like the extra FaceTime that I get with my family, you know, even though with my friends, it's more socially distanced, being able mm -hmm. to share my home with my family while I work has just been nice. Like my niece, my two nephews, I see them a lot more than I ever did. So it's kind of been a blessing in disguise. Absolutely. So very nice. What about you, Ben? Um, it's no surprise that I've always, I, I've tried to work home as much as possible um, while I was a, at ASI. Even from the early onset, five, six years ago, I was one of the first adapters to try to get work from home. Um, I love this. I'm more productive. Um, you know, the amount of time it takes to get ready in the morning, to drive over to ASI, it's not a lot of time. Hour, hour, 15 minutes, all told. But if you take those two hours and 30 minutes, of getting ready and driving into the office. Yeah. Now that's time that I'm, I have free, you know, <laughs> no, literally. So I put, more I put more time into working, getting things done. I'm more efficient. Um, do I miss hanging out with people? No, I don't like people, but um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> once, in like, while, <laughs> once in a while would be nice to, to, to see coworkers again, to kind of, yeah. you know, get together and just talk. But I don't miss the office life, and I'm completely at ease with working from home. That's just me. You're going to be hard to get back if we ever I return. Will. I, will. I can tell right now. <laughs> I'll come back if, you know, if it's, you know, maybe once or twice a week. But, you know, I, I really do like working from home. I really do. Not going to lie. Well, Maria, this has been really good. We, we really appreciate your time. You know, we know that customer service is very demanding in terms of time, but, you know, we appreciate you sharing 30 minutes with us here today. Sure. No, it was fun. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you so much. You're the best, Maria. Oh, thank you. <laughs> For Melissa and Maria, I'm Vinny. We'll see you next time on the Social Angle Podcast.